For some Capitals players, they have a lot to prove. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holman. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe subscribe to Locked On Capitals and comment anything down below. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL or enter promo code locked on NHL for a free white tech hat with any order. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. In today's episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about some Capitals players on this team have a lot to prove. And in today's episode, we will talk about three of those. Anthony Mantha did not get the season that he was looking for this last season, suffice us to say. And he is hungry and he is ready to prove to everyone that he is ready for more. We'll talk about that in the show. A little bit later, we will talk about Connor McMichael. I do believe that this is the year for Connor McMichael. We'll talk about that. But just to get it going here, Nick Backstrom status. Another player that has a lot to prove, suffices to say. As we know, he had a hip resurfacing procedure done and came back in in a GM. Brian McClellan was a little noncommittal about his future with this team. It's a big deal for Nick Backstrom, and I know that he is overly optimistic, and I want to be optimistic for him too, uh, but there are certain things uh, that you just can't overlook, that uh, the success rate, uh, if you will, on that particular procedure is not uh, overly good. I ultimately hope that he gets that uh, success that we're all looking for. No one has contributed on more Alex Ovechkin goals or assisted on more OV goals than Nick Backstrom, so it would be good to have him back. The tough thing for me, however, is the Capitals are paying him a lot of money. If he is not up for playing first line or second line center, would that money be better spent somewhere else? A player that can get better production. I think that to a certain extent, we need to push aside sentimental feelings about Nick Backstrom. And, you know, that his link with uh, the Stanley Cup run and his, uh, you know, attachments to Alex Ovechkin, like I spoke of earlier, and just talk about what have you done for me lately? And what can Nick Backstrom do for the Capitals this season? That is the question. So I think that we can't look at it that, you know, well, that's Nick Backstrom and wow, what he's done for this team. We need to look at Nick Backstrom that we're paying him a lot of money. The Capitals are up against the salary cap, and would that money be best spent somewhere else? I don't want to get ahead of myself. I am rooting for Nick Backstrom. I hope he comes into camp and just destroys it, just kills it out there and proves everyone wrong. Uh, But there are a lot of things to consider. But what are some of the things that we know right now is that Nick Backstrom is back at home playing hockey right now in Sweden, and uh, just preparing. There has never been more at stake 
uh, than there is this season. And Backstrom is playing back home with Oscar Lindblom and Elias Lindholm and uh, just working on his game because, like I talked about, there is a lot at stake for him. And uh, GM Brian McClellan, like I said, was kind of noncommittal about, uh, you know, his future with the Capitals. And after his hip resurfacing procedure, uh, McClellan uh, initially said, how much better does it get? Then a little bit later, he told uh, Tom Galitti, he kind of backstepped some of his comments. I think that those initial comments that he made uh, were kind of, you know, knee-jerk reactions and maybe a little bit worried when he says, how much better does it get? Um, because, you know, he did, it wasn't that much later after that, that he did kind of backstep those. And when he told NHL.com's Tom Glitty, we've had a couple conversations about where he is health wise. I think he's deserved a chance to see what he can do in the off season and come into camp and see where he's at health wise. McClellan said at the same time, it's a major surgery. So I don't know that anybody knows exactly where he's going to be. And we don't know what kind of Nick Backstrom we're going to have. It's going to be all about the Capitals. Are they willing to accept Nick Backstrom and pay him a lot of money to be, you know, potentially a third line center when there's guys in Hershey that are just itching for their opportunity, Connor McMichael, uh, and other players uh, that are looking for their big break. Not to mention that, you know, potentially that money could be spent on a player outside of the organization to help bolster this team right now. A lot is at stake. I would say the most ever is at stake for Nick Backstrom right now. And I think that his optimistic and positive attitude is what is seeing him through. And uh, I think that's ultimately the right approach to take, because if you come into this with a negative attitude that I'm not going to be able to do it, uh, then I think that that will be the destiny that you will have. The progress has been better. I mean, better and better, Backstrom said. Obviously, it's not ideal to come into midseason with a big surgery like that, and you missed a lot, and you're trying to catch up. It's not ideal, but I'm optimistic about next year. I have a good summer, the first really good summer in a couple of years, and ready at training camp and be a part of that. That's what I'm looking forward to. And what are some of the comments that we remember about Nick Backstrom. Why did he have the hip resurfacing procedure done? He didn't just have it done on, on a limb, on a lark. He did it because he had a hard time tying his shoes. He had a hard time playing with his kids. Uh, and if you saw the Nick Backstrom before the hip resurfacing procedure, they said that sometimes he had a hard time walking in and out of practice. Uh, so it was ultimately the right thing to do. I'm talking about Nick Backstrom, the hockey player right now. I'm not talking about Nick Backstrom, his personal life, even though that's very important. But right now in this particular episode, we're talking about Nick Backstrom, the player. Uh, I'm rooting for him. Nick, if you happen to be listening or watching this, I am rooting for you. I would love you to return to your former self and be that really great hockey player. Uh, training camp starts on September 20th. So, as we take a look at it right now, as I check my phone, it is the 22nd. Uh, so there is not a lot of time between now and then, uh, but a lot to prove. But one of the things that I like about him is that he's sticking with it. He's working out. He's, you know, getting hockey in back at home in Sweden. So hopefully uh, when he comes to camp in September, he's ready to go. He's ready to participate. And I think that we can make that assessment. I think that G GM Brian McClellan, I think that Spencer Carberry and the health training staff can take a look at him and say, 
he's either where he needs to be, he needs some work, or this just isn't going to work. A lot of questions uh, lie ahead for the Capitals and Nick Backstrom, but uh, it's uh, we're hoping for him and uh, hoping that he can get those great results and he can help Ovi and the Capitals uh, just like he did years ago. All right, so coming up here, we will talk about Connor McMichael, another player that's ready to prove everyone wrong that I deserve to be on the Capitals. We'll talk about him next. Our next sponsor here is Bird Dogs. And let me tell you something. I love me some Bird Dogs. Listen, if you have cargo shorts at home, guys, crumple those things up and throw them in the garbage. You should have done it years ago. If you buy Bird Dogs, you won't regret it. Bird Dogs make you look good. A Bird Dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. And I was a little skeptical at first. I had wore cargo shorts for a long time, but they give you that kind of boxy look. These make you look so much better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dog fixed this issue by inventing a cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki. Plus, they have functional pockets. I love them. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL or enter promo code locked on NHL for a free tech hat with your order. It looks really good, I gotta say. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NHL or promo code locked on NHL for a free white tech hat. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure and subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube. Training camp is coming and I've got you covered. So subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals today. All right, in this next segment here, we are going to talk about Connor McMichael. This is the year for Connor uh, or I think that we should see if we should move along from him. I don't want to see Connor McMichael come into camp and then get sent back down to Hershey. I do not want to see that happen again. We've seen this movie before, and uh, I think that he's ready. Uh, listen, he has a great ap- attitude. He came in to the Capitals last season. He was on the big team. He was a healthy scratch. He got sent down to Hershey. He didn't sulk. He didn't moan. He made the most of his opportunity and helped the Hershey Bears win a Calder Cup. That's a pretty good feather in your head, if I got to say so myself. So I think that he is ready for more. And I think Connor McMichael is ready for more. The big thing for me is I think uh, if he is going to excel, they should have him playing at the center position. He didn't think to himself, you know, I deserve to be on the big team. This was my job. He just went about his business and killed it, I got to say. So I'm really excited to see what the Capitals have in Connor McMichael. I do think that this is the year for Connor McMichael. Another player as well is Hendrick Slopier. Those are some of the players that we've heard about for quite some time that it is going to be their year. Uh, We need to be all in on Connor McMichael, or like I said, we need to see what else is behind door number two? Because we can't waste time year after year after year saying it's going to be his year next year. Nope, not next year, the year after that. This is going to be the year for Connor McMichael pushing all the chips in. I do believe it. And as Caps fans, I want you to believe it as well. Because that's what it's all about is getting these young players up and ready to go. So 
The question is, and it's a difficult question, I've asked it on the show a lot, is that who's going to come out to have him come in? Uh, what, what did I talk about in the first segment? That training camp is starting in September, and it's the guy that is the hungriest, the most to impress is the one that's going to get the job. And Connor McMichael, for me, is that guy. I think that uh, when he went down there, he got a lot of production. He scored some great goals. That's ultimately all we can really hope for from Connor McMichael. Um, so it's going to be an interesting camp for the Capitals in general. There are a lot of players that were down in Hershey that are waiting for their opportunity. It's not just Connor McMichael. It's Hendrix LaPierre. It's Ivan Mirishnashenko, potentially. It's going to be Beck Malenstein and Alexi Protas. There are a lot of players. And, you know, one of the things that GM Brian McClellan said was a bit of a head scratcher for me is he said, I think there's room for them all. And, you know, that was just kind of an easy way of saying, I don't know what to tell you guys. Uh, who's ever best suited for the job is going to get it, but that's ultimately what it was about. Um, so some tough questions for the Capitals, of course, about who is going to fit where uh, and all that kind of thing. But I think that, you know, you can always talk about a team getting younger uh, and just keep kicking that can down the road. But now is the perfect time to do it. It is the absolute perfect time. We know that there is a rebuild coming at some point, we always hear about this rebuild and that is the windows open, but it's barely open. I'm going to slam that window shut if I hear that one more time. What I'm going to say is that we can't keep saying that, you know, this is going to be the year for McMichael. This is going to be the year for LaPierre. Let him in camp and then just send him back down to Hershey. What do the Capitals have to lose at this point? This is the second oldest team roster-wise, in the entire NHL, this is the time to make a big move. I really believe it is. And Connor McMichael has put in his time. And uh, I think it's the time to give him that long look that we've all been talking for for the longest time. Are the Capitals ultimately going to do that? I guess it remains to be seen. It's going to be the player that played the best, of course. Uh, but I think that, you know, I don't want to keep talking about this. I don't want to have this same conversation one year from now saying, well, maybe he's going to you know, get his big break next year. No, it's nonsense. This is the year for this to happen. Uh, like I said, otherwise, I want NHL-ready players now. Uh, we take a look at this, this roster. It's old, and we're so reluctant to make changes. Oshie has seen a decline. We take a look at Backstrom, a decline. Uh, John Carlson you know, took the puck off the head. So we don't know what kind of season he was going to have. This team's getting older and, you know, it's going to have to get younger at some point just because these players are going to get so old uh, that they're not going to be able to produce. Some guys can defy odds. You take a look at Alex Ovechkin. He seems to be aging like a fine wine. But big picture here, that is what the Capitals are going to have to do if they want to be successful is bring along some of these players. And in this particular episode, I'm talking about Connor McMichael. This is your time to shine. Don't squander it. All right, so coming up here straight ahead, we will talk about Anthony Mantha. Yes, that Anthony Mantha that everybody was talking about. You get traded out of D.C. Is that really the right idea? I'll talk about that coming up. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team 
every day. So Anthony Mantha, this is all cards in on him, uh, pushing his chips all the way up front. He needs to be good this year. Make no mistake about it. This is a contract year. If he plays really poor this year, he could be without a job, not just with the Capitals. He could be without a job in the NHL. And I, I don't ultimately think that that's what he wants. I don't think that's what the Capitals want. I think that intrinsically, he has what it takes to be that guy if he if he wants to be, if he can find it within himself to be that guy. It's the question of if and if he has that within him to do it. So one of the things that we know about him last season is he struggled a bit. He hired a mental coach, and I don't want to hear anyone speak disparagingly of that. I think, you know, that's kind of old school thinking, you know, that, you know, you don't need those kind of things. Listen, he was going through something. He dealt with it. Kudos goes out to him for addressing that, knowing that he was overthinking things too much, knowing that he was under extreme anxiety because he wasn't playing the way he needed to play. He addressed it. That's what we're supposed to do in life. But he has been putting in the work this summer. He dropped about 10 pounds uh, so he can be more ready for whatever this next season brings. Um, listen, when the Capitals made the trade those many years ago to bring Anthony Mantha, they did it for a reason. And what was the reason is because they were looking for that big frame. They were looking for his smooth skating. Um, and they were looking for a goal scorer at the end of the day. We had Jacob Verona on this team. And, you know, you could look back on it, you know, hindsight 2020, looking in the rearview mirror. Was it the right decision to make to move on from Jacob Verona? At the time, the fastest skater on the team. Uh, and then you moved on from Richard Ponick and a first round pick and a second rounder. <laughs> Was that the right move to make at the time? I guess I don't know. If, uh, if I could have a do-over, would I have a do-over? Probably. But, you know, there's a lot of things in life that happen. You know, sometimes you buy a car and you have regrets. Sometimes you're like, well, I have this loan and I may as well just make the best of this opportunity. I think that's ultimately what it's for, for the Capitals with Anthony Mantha. They're in a position, they gave up Verona. They gave up Panic and some draft picks, Panic, excuse me. So that's the position that they're in. He was sidelined for all but 37 games after suffering a shoulder injury during the 21-22 season. Mantha tallied 23 points, 9 goals, 14 assists in 67 games last season. Mantha's 27 points place him among the team's least productive regulars, writes Washington Hockey. Now, what do I know about him is that if he is going to get a sweater a night in and night out basis, he is going to have to produce uh, I know that he has done some things to address his mental health, his physical health, but it's what it's about is he, what kind of hockey player are the Capitals going to have in Anthony Mantha? This team is a maybe at best of making it in the playoffs. Everyone that I've talked, I've talked to and listened to and had on this show, a wild card team at best, if that. Uh, so they need players that are going to help the Capitals in their pursuit of winning another Stanley Cup. We don't want to squander the remaining years of the Alex Ovechkin era with some maybes. So Anthony Mantha, it's your time. It's your time to shine. Um, or there's going to be other players that are going to want to take your job. And as they should, uh, you take a look at Anthony Mantha's $5.7 million cap hit on the books for one more season. So everyone said, why don't they trade him? 
everyone knows what kind of player he is. It's not like every other GM in the National Hockey League has blinders on. They know he struggled. They know he's a big frame, but not necessarily a physical player. He struggled mentally, physically. They know that. But it is my assessment that the Capitals should give him another look under Spencer Carberry. It's only one more year. And let's see what he has. I think intrinsically he is a great player. And I think he is taking steps personally to try to address issues that he has in his life. Uh, let's see what he has. Let's see what happens in camp. That's the biggest thing. If he totally tanks in camp, I don't know what kind of flexibility there is. You're paying a guy a lot of money to sit him on the bench to be a healthy scratch. Everyone everyone uh, that, that you know talks to me on Twitter and YouTube, we'll just trade him. Yeah, so what are you going to get? A negligible return? That's not a good scenario either. You don't want to make change for change's sake. You want an upgrade. So if the Capitals can take Anthony Manta and bundle him with someone else and get an improvement, I'm all in for it. But if they can't, they're in it with him. Make the most of your opportunities. Historically, if you take the look at the back of his hockey card, at one time, he was a great player. Just ask the Red Wings. Uh, but the Red Wings, I think, were like, you're going to give us Jacob Verona, you're going to give us Richard Ponick and these draft picks? All right, I'm going to do that. I think that it was probably one of the things that Brian McClellan will look back on and say, maybe a mistake. You know, just like uh, George McPhee and Philip Forsberg. You know, sometimes I think you just look back on things and go, probably shouldn't have done that one. That was not too great because what did the Capitals get for, for in that other situation? They got Martin Erat and Michael Lada. So sometimes things don't always work out. And I think that even if Anthony Mantha can make the most of his opportunity this year, however that manifests itself, I still think it's making the best of a bad situation. And I don't want to disparage Anthony Mantha. I hope he just sets the world afire when he's out on the ice. Uh, but um, that's all we can hope for for Anthony Mantha is that he can find a little bit of that hockey player that he once was to help this team. And, you know, just taking a look at Anthony Mantha, the man right now, if the Capitals do decide at the end of his contract that they want to move on from him, he's going to want a job in the NHL. It's a really tough pill to swallow when you're an established NHLer to get sent down to the AHL, I got to imagine. So uh, he is going to be playing for his life, his professional hockey life. Kind of remove the Capitals from the situation. It's in Anthony Mantha's best interest to play well. Regardless of the fact that he plays on the Capitals, he needs to play well so he has a job in the future in the NHL, but me. As for me, I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for everyone that I spoke of in this podcast tonight. Uh, when I was talking about Baxter, when I was talking about McMichael and Mantha, these are guys, three guys in this particular episode that have a lot to prove. And I really hope that they can do it. Uh, and I guess only time will tell. All right. Once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. And are you a fan of other DC sports? Well, Locked On has got you covered. We have Locked On Nationals, Commanders, or Wizards. So no matter what major DC sport it is, Locked On has got you covered. Can you believe it? Commanders football coming soon. So head on over to Locked On Commanders and uh, find out what's going on with your football team there. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.